Hey guys, I want to welcome you to the weekly Wednesday for the Financial Freedom Newsletter, where every week, every Wednesday, we delve into something inspirational, motivational, something excerpt taken from the Financial Freedom Weekly Newsletter. Wherever you are, if you're listening on Spotify, on iTunes, Google, be sure to click the like, subscribe, share, comment. Without ado, let's get into the show. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey guys, welcome to this week's podcast episode. I'm really excited about today's guest, uh, Freddie Bennett. He's an endurance athlete, ultra marathon winner, and we're going to talk to all about performance and discipline, uh, mental resiliency, and he's got an incredible story from stress, depressed to now he's a record holder, and I'm happy to welcome him to the show. Freddie, welcome. Put that on. So it's it's a pleasure to be here. I'm uh, I'm Freddie Bennett. I I'm on a mission to transform a million lives, to help a million people to do the things they thought they couldn't do. Not so long ago, I was a part of the corporate world. I was uh, I was hardworking. I was outwardly successful, but on the inside, I was feeling stressed, depressed. I was unfit, I was mentally unfit, physically unfit, I was overweight, and I was living a life below my potential. But I discovered a way to conquer my habits, conquer my mindset, and go from this person who was uh, very uh, unfit and unfulfilled to running across the Sahara Desert, to breaking Guinness World Records, to, to, to running 100-mile races nonstop, but most importantly, generating that feeling of confidence and liking that person who I saw in the mirror. And I know that if I can be where I was and, and go on to, to do what I've done, that anybody can change their lives. Anybody can come back from anything and be that person that they've always wanted to be. Yeah. Yeah. Quite an in, inspiring story. And um, so talk about um, this idea of um, when did you know you finally hit rock bottom? It's a great question. And I thought I had many rock bottoms, to be honest with you. We uh, we sometimes have these these moments, especially people who have uh, stressful careers, who who have that that work hard, play hard attitude. People like like people in, in the corporate world or, or physicians or or people in various different industries. We have these moments when we think, right, I'm going to change my life. I'm going to quit my vices. I'm going to get healthier. I'm going to get fitter. I'm going to get focused. And then life gets more difficult and the, the, the nights get later and the lunches get longer and the stress gets bigger and the mortgages get larger and life comes on top of us. But for me, the, the real rock bottom was, was a specific day. It was uh, 8th of March, 2019. And I was, 
I was working in, in the corporate world. I was traveling away with work. I, I found myself waking up or, or should I say coming around in a, in a gray hotel room in a, in a gray hotel in a, in a gray and rainy part of England next to a gray highway. And I kind of stumbled out of bed. I looked at my watch and I missed my, uh, missed my meeting at work. And I, I kind of weaved my way through to the bathroom, kicking miniature, miniature liquor bottles out of the way. And I looked at myself in the mirror and I was 35 years old then. And I saw this guy staring back at me and his, his, his fat bloated beer belly, his chipped yellow nicotine stained teeth, his bloodshot eyes, the, the wrinkles on his skin. And I just thought, who is this guy? This was not how I thought my life was going to go. I thought, what happened to all my hopes? What happened to all of my dreams? And I knew in that moment I was really uh, wasting all of my potential. And I thought to myself, and I, I had this phrase going around in my head, if you want the things you've never had before, you need to do the things you've never done before. And I wanted the confidence. I wanted the fulfillment. I wanted the happiness. I wanted my, my children and my family to be proud of me. I wanted to live a life of a life without regret. And I knew that if I wanted all those things that I'd never had before, I was going to need to do something that I'd never done before, which was finally uh, leaving my vices. It was finally getting some self-discipline and instilling some healthy habits. And I knew that was the, uh, the rock bottom. And as I say, I'd had, I had the warning signs in the past. I'd had uh, I'd, I'd been in New York City and found myself in the wrong place at the wrong time and, and had a, a drug dealer holding a gun to my head. I'd, I'd realized I was screwing up with work. I was realized I was making all these mistakes, but it wasn't until that one moment where I looked at myself and just thought, you are wasting so much potential that I realized it was finally time to, to change my life and change my habits. Interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> so um, it's interesting how... Um these uh, vices manifest themselves when you're off course and um you know off the off the path um and uh one one thing that you you know alluded to was this idea that um when you uh you know you looked at you your life and basically you wanted more and um so a lot of uh the audience are doctors and they're afraid to leave their jobs you know they're kind of the handcuff or they're afraid of what's next and you what is it uh, the was it the corporate world was it basically just um you just off path or it wasn't what you planned or was it a way to run kind of talk about that absolutely and and i know the i know the medical world well so i'm married to a doctor when uh, when i was in the corporate world my uh, a lot of my clients were with the big pharma companies. So, um, so I spend a lot of time hanging out with doctors and I know the, the paradox of, of the medical industry where we, we all devote our lives to, to, to helping people. And we, we, we take the oath and we want to help people be healthy and lead healthier lives. And then doctors look in the mirror and, and they clearly, um, and metaphorically and physically are not taking their own medicine. And, and I've been there with, uh, and I say with, with the doctors that I, I work with, that I have some doctors as clients as well. There's a funny, a funny word that, that we all use, and that is should. And it's a strange word to, to say, but, but all the, the, the doctors I speak, 
I know I should be doing more exercise. I know I should be taking better care of myself. I know I should be spending more time with my family. And I say there's should is, is the word of a victim mindset. And I know that the, the word victim is, is a triggering one, but too many doctors are living in that victim mindset where they're, they're focusing all of their energy on the outside world, but not looking at themselves. And then that becomes that, that feeling of being stuck. And that's how I felt in the corporate world. That's how I know many, many physicians feel as well. We feel stuck when we are making a false assumption. We feel stuck when we are assuming something to be true in our lives and it isn't true. So I felt stuck in my career because I was making the false assumption I could never make money outside of this career. For some reason, it always comes back to money. And, uh, and the the phrase that I always hear as well is, is uh, especially from, from doctors and, and people in the corporate world saying, look, if if you want the car, if you want the vacation, if you want the nice things, if you want the kids in that school, then I have to make these sacrifices, that I have to go and do this thing and do the job and get the money. And yes, my body isn't feeling great. And yes, I'm tired. And yes, I'm stressed. And yes, I'm drinking too much and eating the wrong things. But if we want the life, then I have to go and do this thing. And that's the full assumption that I was making as well. But it doesn't have to be this way. And we always we tell ourselves so many stories that I don't have the the time to to, to change my habits. I don't have the the, the mental bandwidth to, to de-stress. I don't have the confidence to to set foot and actually follow the path that I want to follow. But it is possible. We we always put these barriers and these mistakes in our way. Uh, another phrase that we use is. Uh, is the word how we always say i don't know how to do this i don't know how to find the time i don't know how to clear my calendar so i could focus more time on myself wouldn't that be a wouldn't that be selfish to uh to, to look after myself and put myself first i can't do that i'm a i'm a respected member of my family i'm a respected member of my community or my business or or my industry but we always can i i fully believe that uh, self-discipline is is where we set ourselves free it's where our dreamer meets our doer and we have so many people within the the medical industry in particular who are dreaming of a of a more fulfilled of a stress-free of a healthier life but they're not making it happen because they don't have the the courage to step out of that victim mindset and start putting themselves and um so I'll, I'll ask, you know, um, what what uh, parallels? Because you've um, you've actually turned your life complete one eighty, and you've run, you know, ultra marathon runner, distance athletics, uh, got your body in shape, clean. Analogies do athletes, entrepreneurs have in this role of um, finding your purpose, getting out of negative habits for you as leaving the corporate world. And pursuing your purpose it, it's a great question and you're right it has been a, a full 180 and it's important to say uh i always i always say this when i'm interviewed that i'm i'm not a runner i'm, I'm not an athlete and, and people hear of the the things i've done and, and yes i went from being surgically attached to the couch watching netflix drinking beer eating pizza to running the toughest foot race on the planet across the deadliest place on the planet. And that was an 18 month period going from, from zero to, to the world's toughest foot race. But I'm not, 
one of those people who enjoys running and we, we all see them and they've got the lycra and they're always running and they've got the watch and the shoes and everything else that wasn't me i hated running i hated exercise i uh, i was a person who would much rather be running up a bar tab at a, at a bar rather than um than the running around my park but for me as I say, it wasn't about the, the the exercise. It wasn't about the crazy challenges. It wasn't about the, the the hardcore endurance races. For me, the key thing is that it's about time. It's about fulfilling our potential and living that life without regret. And I know so many people in, in the medical industry and beyond, they all have something they want to do one day. For me, yes, it was running across the Sahara Desert. But for someone else... Maybe it is taking the family on that adventure or it's starting a, a different business or it's uh, starting a relationship or ending a relationship or starting a new hobby, writing a book, climbing a mountain, whatever it is. We all have that thing that we want to do one day, but we believe that we don't have the, 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 the capabilities either physically or mentally or in terms of our time to do those things and that's why i'm on this mission to prove that everyday people can do extraordinary things i'm not a i'm not an ex-navy seal i'm not a, a privileged adventurer i'm not this this ex-olympic athlete i'm a guy who five years ago was trapped in a nicely paid career who was feeling totally unfulfilled totally lost who was sat there thinking really is this it is this is this my life now and there was three things that, that really helped me on this transformation. And it was knowledge, mindset, and habits. And, uh, and if we can, I'll, I'll just go through each of those quickly. But with, with knowledge, especially again in, in, the, in the medical world, we always tell ourselves we need more knowledge because that's how, that's how we've, we've built our careers. More studying, more learning, more knowledge, more books, more information. People don't need more knowledge, especially not doctors. <laughs> You're way too smart uh, as it is. And I, I'm in awe of anyone in the medical profession. We don't need more knowledge. What we need is to actually get out of our own way. Success comes from subtract. Uh, subs uh, success comes from subtraction. It comes from removing things, not adding more. And I think if you uh, if you think of a sculpture, if you think of a statue like um, like Mike, Michelangelo's uh, statue of David, how we create a masterpiece is by chipping away, by chiseling away 80 percent of what is there. And the 20 percent that's left is something fantastic. Michelangelo didn't say, I know I'm going to I'm going to pile more blocks of marble on on top of everything else. We're going to pile on more and pile on more. No, he he removed things. He knew that mastery came from removal. So it isn't about piling on more knowledge. It's about taking away what's in our way. Next up is, is habits. Habits is actually practically applying what we learn on a daily basis, but applying the right habits. We all, we all talk about um, success habits. That's quite a, a buzzword that everybody uses. But habits have to be great. I had a habit of, of drinking beer every night. I had a habit of, of scrolling through my phone every day. I had a ha habit of talking about myself in a negative way until I realized that if we spoke to other people the way we speak to ourselves, we would get fired from our jobs and everyone would leave us. And it has to be that the right habits uh, expelled in the right day, in the right way, to make sure that we could actually move us forward towards our goals. And then finally, it's about 
mindset. And I know that mindset is it's something of a buzzword. It's something that, that everyone likes to just throw around and say, oh, mindset is everything. But mindset is truly about self-discipline. It's about making bold choices and then taking the relentless, imperfect action to make things happen. Because again, I like to talk about the real world, not the the, the cookie cutter motivational world that you see on social media. Everybody talks about mindset and we always feel that we're lacking. We say that we're we're lacking confidence to do something or we're waiting for a breakthrough or we're looking for that final piece of the puzzle and then we're going to know what to do with our lives. But the truth is this, the confidence, the breakthrough, the missing piece of the puzzle, these things only appear after we've taken the action, not before. So we're sat here waiting for a sign that we need to go in the right direction. We have to just start moving forward and building momentum. And then the confidence, the mindset, all of these, these good things that we're waiting for, they only appear after we've started to move towards what we want to achieve. And, and that's why we have to choose uh, to move towards growth. We have to move away from comfort. We have to move towards growth. And that is where we start to see the results that we seek. And that's, that's what happened on my journey that happens to my clients, and and I know that that could happen for anybody if they get really clear on what they want to achieve, and then they start moving forward towards it. Yeah, it's uh really um, and then I love this uh, because what you're <clears throat> what you're describing is um, a lot with uh, like this, this discipline and mindset and habits and forcing yourself and you know uh, I think uh, a lot of um, like. David Goggins and Jocko Williams, all of these. And then you also talk about, so how do, what, how does people, um, people get out of this rut is, uh, cause with, with a career change, that's, you know, usually takes a lot of, uh, that's a huge transition, you know, but with your body, it's easy, you know, you can get up and go to the gym and start doing that. So you have this idea of 90 days to impossible and conquer your mind to achieve your dreams and, from everyday to extraordinary. So talk about that. Mm. Absolutely. And again, being in that uh, in that corporate world, especially being around the medical world, I spoke to a lot of people and they, on the surface, and uh, say that these were, were, were doctors, they were um, pharmacists, they were people who were, who were technicians. And on the surface, they were saying, yes, you know, this is fine. I've got my career. I've got my family got the nice car got the nice house and then in those quieter moments in those darker moments when you were just speaking to them on, on a one-to-one basis they'd be saying look you know I'm I'm not really happy again they were feeling stuck they were saying is this it they were saying look you know I'm, we we're not a rock bottom here we we're not kind of where I was with uh with with hopefully drug dealers pointing guns to your head and everything aren't uh, aren't taking place there but but there's that feeling of doubt, that feeling of, of feeling trapped in, 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 in a nice lifestyle. And it's what I, I called um, living in quiet desperation, where, where we're quietly there with, with the mask on our face. Again, probably both, uh, both literally and metaphorically. And that feeling of confusion. So the first question I asked myself, I was feeling confused and and that feeling of I want something to change, but I'm not quite sure what I want. and I don't quite know how to get there is that you are best positioned to serve the person who you used to be. 
And that was with me. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't know who I wanted to help. I just knew I wanted to make a difference. I wanted to matter. I wanted to be seen. And when I started to realize that you were best positioned to serve the person who you used to be, that allows us to really think about our skills, about our desires, our purpose. Uh, Napoleon Hill talks about this. He says, we do need a, a burning desire. Uh, we have this, this, this common goal that we want to achieve. Because if we don't know where we're going, then, then we'll go in any direction and we'll, we'll call it progress. So the first thing to do is to get really clear, not just on what we want to do, but also who we want to be. And the question I always say that we're asking the wrong question. We're asking how, how do I change? How do I make this step in my career? How do I move forward? But that's the wrong question. The real question is who? Who do I want to be? Who do I want to serve? Who is that 10.0 version of me? Who do I want to be in five years' time? And then start to create that person every single day. And uh, look, I know because I've been there, being this, this very unfit, very busy, very stressed, very confused person, it would be remiss of me to say, just, just, just book a marathon and everything will be better. Just, just book a vacation and everything will be better. It isn't about that. It isn't about anything external at all. And this is what we focus on, on the Conquer 90 program. It isn't, and, and let's face it, there's so many of these programs that you hear out there. It isn't a change your life in 90 days or transform your diet or anything else like that. This is a way of life. This is about rewiring your brain, transforming the way you think. Because it, it, it focuses on these three pillars, knowledge, mindset, and habits. Because a lot of, of, say, every other program talks about adding more. We all, we all like to talk about another app and another framework, and another five-step process. People have too many five-step processes. And this is where I go on, uh, on a bit of a, of, a, of a verbal rampage with these things. I'm so passionate about it. And I'll tell you why I'm so passionate. Because when I was there feeling stuck in my career and I was trying to be the, the man I wanted to be to my family. I was trying to be the, the professional I wanted to be. I was trying to make my parents proud. I was trying to make my community proud. And I know when you have all of that stress and that pressure on your shoulders, having someone come on a podcast and say to you, follow my five-step program, isn't going to help you change your life. Having someone come on stage and say to you, I'm going to tell you about the time I ran across the Sahara Desert isn't going to change your life. Because we have all these fears around our, you know, our mortgages and our bills and our time and our health and our stress and all these things. What really helps us to change our lives is by removal. It's about removing regrets, removing things from our past that hold us back, removing the doubts, removing our fears. And that's the first thing that we do as part of the Conquer program. That's how we re rewire your brain. It's about the process of removal. People know, especially people in the, in the professions, as I call them. So people who are either in, in medicine or law or accounting, the, uh, the traditional profession. All of you guys are so smart already. You do not need more information. You don't need another bloody app that's going to tell you every day you need to do this thing what you need to do is get out of your own way you need someone who's going to stop you tripping yourself up and saying well yes but what if, what if this happens and how do i do that and how do we do this and what's our process 
you have all the answers already. You know who you need to become. You know what you need to do. The problem is that you're not letting yourself do that. And that's why I always back myself to deliver the Conquer program. That's why in the results that we've seen, not only with myself, but with the people around the world in different professions, including medicine that we work with, it's about transforming your mindset, transforming your habits, bringing in self-discipline, rewiring your brain and changing the way you think, and literally becoming that person who you want to be, that 10.0 version of yourself. And when you become that person, then you have the clarity, then you have the confidence, then you have the focus, then you have your kids saying, you know what, you are the hero that I want to be when I grow up, not someone else. You have your partner loving you because you're the person they actually married once more. You have that confidence. And that's what I think is missing from so many people's lives. It's that space and that confidence to really be that person that they want to be. And that's what we do. We give them, it's almost like a, a, a fresh start, a fresh start at life with a clean slate. But this time you have your superpowers. You have everything that you need to succeed. And what's more, you have that belief that you can achieve in all areas of your life, not just professional. How can people contact you, uh, reach out to you? Very inspiring. Uh, check out your work, etc. Perfect. I mean, the, I spend a lot of my time on Instagram these days. So that is at the Freddie Bennett, which is the F and uh, my website is Freddie. That's Freddie. M for Mindset Bennett. Yeah. And for all the listeners out there, let's thank Freddie for very inspiring message and um, really uh, check out his Instagram. It's uh, amazing. He's the transformation and all his social media, uh, all these resources will be in the links and show notes. And uh, with that, thanks so much for coming onto the podcast. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. listening if you liked it be sure to like comment share subscribe we're on everywhere spotify itunes google amazon audible and without much ado be sure to thank this show's sponsors and we'll see you next week